0: Welcome to The Numbers Game. I'm Jace and I'm joined by Nick and Marty. What's happening today, guys?
1: Going well, thanks, Jace. I'm a bit stressed at the moment. We've got a new puppy and it keeps biting me, keeps <laughs> crapping on the floor. And I've been to dog training for the last month and... Uh, I'm doing something wrong, but I just don't know what I'm doing, but it does tie into this week's uh, episode as well, so I think it's a good time to be talking about pets and where to buy stuff for pets, so
2: yeah. How are you, Nick? I'm well. Thanks, mate. It's, uh, yeah, another day, another dollar. Never enough, but uh, <laughs> we keep striving. We're not quite at Warren and Charlie's levels, but we're um, we're getting there, I think, slowly. But uh, I'm interested today because... You just, all, you're all in on this dog. All of a sudden there's a new dog and there's dog training and oh, then you're throwing right. bunnings and pet stories at us, you know.
1: Well, it's, it's I'm, I'm starting to, it sounds good in theory. Sorry, So I've got to ask how you are in a second. Are you well?
0: Uh, well, <laughs> no. And I've got I've to, got, I've got since we're going to like divulge about like dogs and you getting bitten and what that. So I'm going to have to dive straight into this story just because just I've got to get it off my chest because I'm pissed off. All right, Case and I got a new rug. We got a new rug from Ikea. Nothing fancy, nothing flash, just, just a rug. We decided to change it up. We'd had this like whitish grey rug under like the concrete looking kind of coffee table for a while. And I went, you know, maybe we should mix it up, inject some colour into our living room. So Case Online bought Click and Collect rather than going down there and actually just seeing it in the flesh. We bought a Click and Collect rug. And it looked pretty cool. I was like, yep, sweet. Just get that one. Didn't want to overthink it. I mean, what are they? 100 bucks from IKEA? Like they're almost like disposable rugs. You can, you know, turn them over every couple of months and inject some life into your living room. Not an IKEA ad. The show's not brought to you by IKEA, just by the way. And we went and picked it up, got it home, unrolled it. And it was like really like that shaggy, long, woolly kind of material. And it was cool. It was all right. And Case was like, no, nah, I don't like it. But the cat, fuck, she ran straight to it and she basically like just claimed it. She's like, I love this rug. This is my rug. So I was like, Case, we can't get rid of the rug. The, you know, we've got to keep it. Obviously, the cat loves it. All good. Cut to a week or two later, we've got a cat litter that has a counter on it and a robot arm. So it sweeps the poo into a little trap door and it counts up. And once it gets to a certain number, we change the litter get rid of all the poos out of the trapdoor. all good. And for about three or four days, the number didn't change. And I was like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) All good. Like, no worries. Like, maybe she's, you know, got something going on, you know, a bit of digestive issues. Well, sweet, we'll sort that out (laughs) later. Anyway, Case had gone out, and I don't know whether I'd got back from a run or what I was doing to be in the house without Case, you know, not supervised, a bit of a strange uh, phenomenon, but – I've come out from the bathroom to get ready to run to work and there was just the biggest cat shit I've ever seen in my life smack bang in the middle of this rug. And I'm like, she's never done that. I'm like, what the? So I'm cracking it, pick up the shit, you know, whatever else. Explain to case. I'm like, oh, I'm a good, good house husband. I took one for the team. I cleaned up your cat shit off the rug. All good. The following morning, the cat squats in the middle of the rug, makes eye contact with Case to be like, I am I want you to know what I'm up to and just proceeds to piss in the middle of the rug. Turns out, I think she thought it was like green grass or like a new cat litter that we'd mm. bought for her. So Case had ended up pulling the rug back and found eight piss stains that's gone through the rug to the carpet. So if anyone wants a cat, she's great. She's free to a good home. Um, just contact hello at the numbersgame.com.au and flow is all yours.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll throw in a dog too because yep. like this is the thing Packaged that gets deal. me. You go to dog training and you've got all these grandeur ideas of you know lassie and the dog runs to get help and put together <laughs> IKEA care furniture. It could do anything, right? And then you're a dog trainer and all these other dogs are beautiful, they're all following instructions and yours takes a dump right in the middle of the dog training and then tries to eat it and the instructor's looking at you going, it's always the owner, that's the problem. And I'm going, it always comes from the owner. I'm going, what am I doing to deserve this? And I just go, far out. Anyway, I'm not going to give it back, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to trade it and I'm going to stop it from biting me. I'm not going to be nasty to it. <laughs> I'm going to be
0: loving. Case, Case did through. train the cat how to sit and paw though. Oh, like I've never mm. seen a cat that that knows mm. sit. But it's
2: all irrelevant anyway. when it shits on the rug.
0: Yeah, oh, it, is, yeah. it is. uh is. <laughs> we're on the dog talk- training park. <laughs> To, to go from shit to not shit, uh, this show is brought to you by the fantastic <laughs> not shit team at Innovate um, for all your finance, wealth, commercial, car and equipment needs, uh, anything to do with finance finance or wealth. They are your team, I-N-O-V-A-Y-T, innovate.com.au. Go and check them out. And thank you very much for bringing the uh, bit of a lighthearted one today, um, you know, to, to our listeners. Marty. Why don't you lead uh, the way and let us know uh, what what we've got on for today?
1: We're talking about pets for a reason, and if any, any if ever Innovate was going to create a new category, it's <laughs> got to be pet food and pet toys because, uh, Bunnings has decided to uh, you know, embark on its biggest category um, change up for twenty years, and it's going to go from a couple of hundred products in the pet. Range to now a thousand products in the sector at Bunnings, and you can actually walk your dog through Bunnings. I'm not going to take Penny through there because, then obviously, <laughs> until she's well trained up, don't need any accidents. But it's um, yeah, it's it's apparently. Um, quite a huge, huge industry and I, I looked at some stats and they said the dog ownership rose by 25% between 2019 and 2022 and um, cats actually escalated by 43% over that time so now 60% of australians own at least uh, one pet so it's become a very important part of the of the family unit and um, obviously we want to look after our pets and um, yeah we're basically going to be spending money on them to feed them and you know, buy crates as i've discovered and food and Did yeah, you, it's I, uh it's a huge market
2: yeah it's a huge market and it's uh it's no secret that COVID drove a lot of that um, companionship and whatnot. Um, I can't remember what we were talking about on this podcast, but someone told me the other day that a lot of the pet hotels or motels are full and are overloaded with pets because people aren't picking them up. So
1: they've. Oh, really? Uh, this is what really? I. This is what
2: I was told. Apparently, people are dropping them off and not picking them up because. COVID's finished, back at work, can't look after them. Uh, people are going on holidays again. They've realized, but well, when you go on a holiday, the mm. the animal actually becomes going a problem. So a lot of the pet motels or hotels are getting these cats or these dogs and then keeping them, um, and they're not getting picked up. I heard that. Um,
0: That's horrible if that is the case, Dick. And Yeah, wow. That's well, an easy way to get that. rid of How your,
2: can I? your cat, really. If it sits on the carpet. Would you want to pick it up? I'll, I'm just giving you an out here, Joce. Well bullshit. maybe you
1: could maybe you could leave it at Bunnings because they've got now forty <laughs> squares that they're putting towards this uh this category in the uh in each bunnings uh across their stores. Uh, so yeah, it's it's massive. And I think um what were some of the other stats here that were sort of eye opening? I mean they're up against pet barn and pet stock as well, but I'm thinking I guess if people are going to a pet barn and pet pet stock, they're going there specifically for for food and and pet goods. Um, would you think people would do that with bunnings? Oh. I guess if the prices are cheaper.
2: We we have a cat and it's my wife's cat, so she gets most <laughs> of the stuff for it. But there are times when I have to, if she's away or whatnot, and I've got to get food. I actually loathe going to the pet store because it's in a really shitty mm. spot. It's hard to park. Um. And I just don't want to go somewhere just to get cat food. Like, I'm generally happy to go to Coles and get it, you know, whatever the well, whiskers or whatnot, but that's generally not good enough or they don't have the right one. So, yeah, mm. I think Bunnings is somewhere that a lot of people go on a Saturday or Sunday just for fun. You know, you go there to get a hot dog, as you would rightfully <laughs> say, Marty. With? A yes, $3 hot dog. Right. So, that's right. To me, it makes a lot sense. People call and,
1: sausage at a breed. Yeah. yeah bread,
2: if, but, I think yeah. if you're a pet barn, you'd be. You'd be really worried because you're already at Bunnings. You're going there to get your tools or your plants or, you know, simply take your kids for a sausage. Um, if you can pick the pet food up at the same time, why would you wanna need to go to pet barn? And I can only assume there's not as many pet barns as there is Bunnings. Bunnings are everywhere now.
1: Yeah. I mean, they they say it's a ten billion dollar industry. So it's quite huge. And they're saying pet stock has nine hundred and seventy-nine million in annual sales. So quite extraordinary. So Petstox have three hundred stores, hundred and sixty grooming salons, and sixty five vets linked to it. So how many yeah, stores? pretty sorry? big uh, Three hundred stores. Okay. I wouldn't have thought it was that many, but that's quite a few. And $979 in annual sales. So, But I I think you're right. I think if I can walk the dog through Bunnings and I'm looking for something and the food is of good quality and it's cheaper and they're they're reducing the floor space on uh, kids' toys and uh, kids' accessories within Bunnings, which makes the kids' playgrounds,
2: they're uh, reducing that space. So obviously that's not working for them. So (laughs) there's actually only – this is surprising – So Bunnings has 282 large warehouse stores, 67 smaller format stores. So what are we up to there? About 340 and 32 trade centers, which is irrelevant. So there's about 350 Bunnings stores. I would have thought Mm. there'd be far more than that. And I'm surprised that there's nearly the same amount of pet barns. Maybe I just don't look at pet barns, look for them.
0: Yeah, true. Well, actually, you know, watch this spot, you know, is this when pet stock and pet barn are going to start to wind back their number of stores because Bunnings is going to uh, drive them out of business. It's an interesting one from a, you know, looking at a store like Bunnings and them just identifying a segment or a market that they can easily expand and add on to. I mean, they're already offering it. Um, looking at a real life cake study in very similar, um, hardware hub out in Pakenham who, you know, fantastic clients of Future Advisory. Um They started off, uh, James, James Hardy was part of the family uh, who had uh, Hardy's Mitre 10 out in Pakenham as well. And then he, the family sold off uh, Mitre 10 and James was a young man and decided he wanted to keep on doing the family hardware kind of venture and caper and started Hardware Hub and, you know, very quickly, you know, he was expanding his lines and adding items. And this is probably where Bunnings got their idea. They probably copied Hardware Hub out in Pakenham, but one of their most successful areas has become their pet products. And they've continued to expand their lines of, of pet products and food and beds and all these things. And they've actually just outgrown their Hardware hub original warehouse out in Pakenham and have moved down the road to a ginormous warehouse, which is pretty much so they could get more pet stock and pet food into the warehouse to cater to the demand. So, pretty insane that that is what these hardware stores are doing. And obviously, there's a market for it and it's popular. You can go down and get your drill and your cat litter at the same time.
1: Convenience. Even, Even washing the car, like I took the car through a car wash a couple of weeks ago. They've now got dog wash. At the car at the car cleaning space. That's very. And I'm smart. going. Mm. Yeah, I'm going. I, initially, mm. I thought who's going to utilize that, and then we were buffing uh, Penny, and I'm going. I'm never doing this again in the house because it <laughs> jumped mm. out of the bath, went nuts, and <laughs> you know had an anxiety attack basically, and you know waterlogged. Yeah, you know, just about everything. So, but yeah, so we actually said next time we're going down to that that car wash. <laughs> just got to make sure we go through the dog one. <laughs> and, uh, but but again, it's another way. It's another convenience. Yeah. That um, it's amazing how you can spend money on on these animals that um, you never would have thought you would be spending money on.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's a, look. I think the lesson that's the beauty of this is, you, as a business owner, what can you identify as something complementary that you could add to your business, which is of value to your customers. Um, So I know, you know, I was talking to an accountant, went out for lunch today um, with Silvio from Highview. Great, great accounting firm out in the Southeast. Hello, Silvio. Thank you for lunch today. And talking about their journey, Silvio has been around for 30 years, Highview, you know, and again, you know, what we talked about in an earlier episode with uh, Berkshire Hathaway and the, you know, wanting to be around for a hundred years and beyond and, and live forever. Um, they've expanded accounting, then financial planning, mortgage broking, they're potentially looking at legal services. And again, that's an example of identifying different markets and different industries and different um, ways of catering your clients that is different to the initial thing that you entered a market into. So Bunnings didn't start off selling pet food, they were doing hardware and tools for tradies. Now they're selling pet food. So the the interesting thing to take out of this is what is complementary or an, an, an easy add-on to your existing business that is of value to your clients? And even your story of the car wash that then has a pet wash at it. I mean, it just makes sense. It's a nice little tack on. You could throw your dog in the in the boot and take them down and wash your dog at the same time as your car. Happy days. Wash
1: wash the car, wash the dog. And then you have to wash the car again because the dog's in the car now wet. So <laughs> you just keep paying. Just buy it's, uh, a, but
2: it's good. Just buy a tub from Bunnings, Marty. You got plenty of land out there. You don't need a dog wash. I
1: oh, just get a hose and chase it. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the easiest. You just throw way. it outside but, when it's raining. Yeah, exactly. Put some shampoo on it. <laughs> let it run around. I think that's probably smart. But it's uh, it does. Like I always thought in our industry, like a complimentary product was the buyer's advocacy, just purely because of the fact that you know people are looking for property. But, again, yep. you've got to work out whether it's a distraction or it's a legitimate, you know, a legitimate opportunity. I mean, we've got financial planning as well and asset finance and various different things. But, again, you just want to weigh it up. And they, they obviously are looking at the foot traffic going, you know, these are living creatures so people see them as family and we'll spend money on them. Um, it's not a choice. It's a necessity in the minds of people. Why not? Why not capitalize on it? So, yeah, maybe the pet birds will be a little bit nervous.
0: Yeah, and if you see a green rug on marketplace, it's still good, all <laughs> sweet. Don't worry about it. It's um, it's discounted, but uh, it's definitely fine. It's been washed and cleaned, and uh, please, yeah. please buy it.
1: If you see a cat and a dog in a joint sale package, <laughs> you'll know what's going on. So, from uh,
0: Martin Robinson. <laughs> Martin Robinson, that's right.
1: How do you go with the cat, Nick? The, the cat's all right? Your cat's well-trained,
2: isn't it? Any tips? Yeah, just if you see it shit on something, just ignore it. Pretend you didn't see it. Uh, it just disappears somehow. I'm not sure. No, I don't know. Okay. I, I think we didn't do any training. Like, Well, maybe we did. But Do cats do training? I don't think cats do. Like, You have the litter and they, they work it out when they're kittens and then it just always goes to the litter. Um don't know. Shoulda got a cat. Should have got a cat. I know. We did get told though, um we don't have kids yet. And we've had some friends come around yesterday afternoon and our, our cat freaks out whenever there's kids around and I think it's because, you know, they're at kind of at the cat's level and they don't know when they don't know that no is no. Um so our cat just gets yeah, not vicious, but, you know, starts to hiss and warn as soon as kids come near it and start yelling and stuff. So our friends were telling us last night that they have a cat and they had a cat before they had kids, so they've had to put the cat on anxiety anxiety tablets. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a real thing apparently because my mate goes – You could get a bit, Bulligs. <laughs> yeah, but this is a thing, like – who would have thought anxiety tablets for a cat? Look back when I was growing up, the cat just would have disappeared. There would have been no tablets if it was, you know, misbehaving. So my mate goes, "Oh yeah, we have the same problem." He goes, "When you have kids, you'll probably have to put it on anxiety pills." I was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "Our cat just sits there like zoned out all day. Otherwise, he just uh, he he just goes goes at the kids." Oh, uh, fair enough. So, so, so yeah, you talk vindicab- about the industry yeah. and how much people are spending. Yeah, you know, makes sense. You've now got a, a cat with a mental health issue who's being medicated. <laughs> you know.
1: So, if you see a dog and two cats for sale in <laughs> uh, the next six months, uh, yeah, you know what's happened. So, uh, good chat, lads. A bit of a lighthearted hearted one this uh, this week, but uh, good fun. But again, when you can see a category that you could really. It really adds value to your business, not only to the bottom line, but to value to your clients, then you need to be able to explore it. So I hope you got the metaphor within the fun. So until next time, lads, game over.